This is the one man only sorta comedy show. This is the one man only sorta comedy show. This is the one man only sorta comedy one man only sorta comedy one man only comedy show. I am your host, Damon Papadopoulos, and welcome to the one-man-only Sorta Comedy Show. So yes, I write, produce, and voice pretty much everything you'll hear on this sketch comedy podcast. I may have a little help from time to time from my wife and kids and a few special guests, but overall, it's pretty much me doing my best to make you laugh. Now, I do have to warn you, there may be some bad language. In fact, I can confirm there is bad language as well as things and situations you may not agree with, etc, etc. Just overall comedy I may tolerate, but you may not. And with that, here's the show. Thanks for listening. This song is going out to everyone who loves Jesus and the big man up above, God himself, shining his light upon us to love us and guide us. Because who can honestly say in their heart of hearts, that they don't need a little love and light in their lives right now. Except for that one guy, Dave, because for some reason, Jesus hates Dave. Jesus really loves everyone, except for that one guy, Dave. Maybe he did something wrong, or maybe Dave just misbehaved. You know it takes a lot to piss off Jesus, to the point that Jesus just don't care. So I asked the Son of God what Dave did, and this is what he had to share. He said, Dave borrowed money and he never paid me back. And I kept bugging him, but he never had the cash. So what you gonna do, you know, that's just Dave. And I never really liked him anyway. Maybe Dave shouldn't borrow money from his friends. Or maybe Dave should get a job, but it all depends. If he's really qualified for that line of work. But honestly, who cares, because Dave's a jerk. You know what? They say you have a friend in me But how can I give money to those in need When you lose your faith to a guy like Dave And I'm Jesus Christ, for Christ's sake Yeah, I really hate that guy, Dave I really, really hate that guy, Dave You could say I really totally despise that guy, Dave I wish that guy, Dave, would just go and die And that's why Jesus hates Dave You're a man, a hairy man, but you're getting older, which means you're losing the hair on your head. And yet the hair from your nose seems to be growing at an alarming rate. So why not join the Hair Club for Ethnic Men? The Hair Club for Ethnic Men takes a negative and turns it into a positive. Just because you don't have those boyish locks you once had doesn't mean you still can't rock a full head of hair. We weave the freakish hair growing from your eyebrows, ears, shoulders, and back and bind them together to create a beautiful new do. And the best part is, it's all natural. It's your hair. See what some of our clients had to say. I used to have a nice hair, like Elvis. But then I get older and bam, no hair, just like a Mr. Clean. Now with the hair I grow on my body, I look like Elvis again. Even better for sure because the real Elvis is dead. Grazie, hair club. 
club for men, ethnic. I used to think the hair that grew out of my body was only good for accidentally dropping into the plates of food I serve at my restaurant. Now I look like some kind of President Trump or something. You the best club hairs for ethnic guys. No matter how you say it or mispronounce it, the hair club for ethnic men turns you from scary <laughs> to hairy. Just like that. So if you're Greek or Italian or any ethnicity that grows a lot of extra body hair, the Hair Club for Ethnic Men may be right for you. You've heard of the Beatles documentary Get Back, streaming on Disney+. It featured never-before-seen in-studio footage of the four boys from Liverpool from 1969 for the 1970 feature film Let It Be. The Peter Jackson-directed and produced miniseries also delved into what might have been the real reason for the Mop Tops breakup. But did Jackson dive deep enough? And did the actual reason ever come to light? We think you'll agree the reason why the Beatles broke up will be revealed in the new enhanced version of this documentary. Coming soon to Disney+, Plus. it's Get Back, The Down and Dirty, with never-ever-before-seen revelations from the two remaining Beatles, Paul and Ringo. Well, you have to remember, I met John back in 1957 and joined the Quarrymen. It was good, but the fun really started to happen when we uh, went to Germany in 1960 as the Beatles. Now, Ringo wasn't part of the group then. I'm Ringo. It was me, John and George, Stu and Pete. Conditions were horrible, you know. We had to play for hours on end. There was a lot of infighting. But we drank like fishes, made money, and the German girls were lovely. It seemed like we had sex with a different Fraulein every night. <laughs> there was Elsa, Anya, Britta, Monica, Angela, Elke. The list goes on and on. And the first two or three months, it was amazing, you know, having sex with these girls. Then one night... John and I had a quiet moment, just the two of us, and he was like, do you want to go out and find some girls? And I was like, not really. And he was like, then what do you want to do? And I was like, maybe just stay here with you. And he was like, just me. And I waited a long time and looked into his eyes and then saw what he meant. And I slowly said, yeah. And that was the first time we made love. Oh, went on like that for months, years. Even when Ringo joined, even when our fame and fortune really started to take off, you know. People always thought the chemistry between me and John was all about the writing, the song-making. And it was actually about us having sex on the down-low. Who do you think Love Me Do was all about? I wanted to call it Do Me Love, but John thought it would show our hand, you know. Please, please me. P.S. I love you. Do you want to know a secret? And then, of course, later on, it became much more obvious with the titles, you know. Fixing a hole. Um, uh, come together. Why don't we do it in the road? They were all really about me and John. And then that tension at the end of it all. Covering it up with marriage this and Yoko that. It was all a bloody lie. We just knew we couldn't be together. That the world wouldn't accept our love. I guess the straw that broke the camel's back was when we were recording the song, Get Back. We had taken a break. John and I went to a storage closet and started beggaring each other when George walked in. He just stood there, his mouth agape. He put his hands on his hips and said, uh, Huh? Then walked out and closed the door. That's why he's the silent one. 
He was totally shocked to see his bandmates poking at each other with their willies. And if you recall, he left pretty much after that. He couldn't handle it. Am I right, Ringo? I'm Ringo. Get back. The Down and Dirty. Coming soon. That was my problem. Coming soon to Disney+. Plus. Spanning the globe. This is the one-man-only fake news with Aloysius Smith, weather with Cam Coxwain, and sports with J.D. Barbecue. Hello, I'm Aloysius Smith. Round and round and round she goes. Where the wheel of death stops, nobody knows. Except we do. Bahamian-American actor, film director, and ambassador Sidney Poitier bet on black January 6th and won, or rather, lost. His stardom was assured in such films as To Sir With Love, In the Heat of the Night, and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Knock, knock, it's the Grim Reaper. And on January 9th, the pale rider lassoed America's dad. No, not that piece of shit, Bill Cosby. I'm talking Bob Saget. Whether on Full House or the crap follow-up Fuller House as squeaky-clean dad Danny Tanner, making people laugh as men got hit in the nuts as the host of America's Funniest Home Videos or as one of the dirtiest stand-up comics around, Bob Saget was admired and loved by many. Here's one of my favorite jokes from Mr. Saget. I'm 11. I swear to you, I didn't even have a pube. Well, I had one pube and I put it under the pillow for the pube fairy to come. And he came, on my pillow, which is really bad. (laughs) A coming-of-age joke, my fave. In a U.S. first, doctors in a Maryland hospital tried to save the life of a patient who needed a heart transplant, so they gave him one, from a pig. No, not a police officer, an actual oink-oink pig. But how could the surgeons do it? They genetically modified the pig's heart, so the man, 57-year-old David Bennett, wouldn't reject it. There's been a shortage of human organs the past number of years, driving scientists to figure out how to use animal organs instead. Bennett is recovering from the groundbreaking surgery and had this to say. I'm doing okay. Uh, Everything seems to be working normally. I do have a couple of urges left over from the pig. I want to wallow in mud, I want to root around in the muck, and, uh, I want to go to market. But for some weird reason, I still want to eat bacon. (laughs) Who doesn't love bacon? And for some lighter news, a group of reality stars from Quebec, Canada, denied partying it up on a sunwing flight to Tulum, Mexico, saying they were sleeping, when really, they went balls to the wall whooping it up. How do we know they weren't catching some Zs? A little thing called the Internet. Videos posted showed the group drinking, vaping, and dancing in the aisles without masks. Now, Sunwing has said they will not allow the group back onto the plane to get home because of such blatant disregard for safety. So, producers of the show have done the best they could to help the group staying in Mexico by starting a new reality show there. They're calling it Poutine putas, or poutine whores. The dish and the putas have proved popular amongst the locals. 
Now over to Cam Coxwain with the weather. My doctor has said I'm in a dark place right now and shouldn't talk with anyone. Great job, Cam. Let's swing on over to JD at the sports desk. Sports? I thought you wanted me to do the weather. Fine. How's the weather, JD? Great! <laughs> I don't care anymore. And that's the fake news. You are about to enter the litter box courtroom of Judge Julie Hindshine. The people are real. Their cats are real. The rulings are ridiculous. This is Judge Julie. Aaron Mintz is suing his cat sitter Janice Kanawowski for animal abuse, refusing to call his cat by her real name, Queen Meow Meow Pauletta of the Kitty Cat Candy Mountains, and for not giving his precious tongue grooming like he does. Miss Kanawowski is countersuing for non-payment, harassment, murder, and court fees. Order. All rise. Judge Julie, this is case 41 on the calendar in the matter of Mintz versus Kanawowski. The parties have been sworn in. You may be seated. Thank you, Bertie. Okay, let me see a cat there, Mr. Mintz. Here she is, the first of her kind, the reigning monarch of my humble abode, Queen Meow Meow Pauletta of the Kitty Cat Candy Mountains. <laughs> Wonderful. She looks like a cat. So what do you want me to do about it? That's so unfair. You haven't even heard what I have to say. Come on there, kitty lover. I haven't got all day. Lunch is in 20 minutes and is serving sushi, my favorite. That's Queen Meow Meow Pauletta of the Kitty Cat Mountain's favorite too. Especially the spicy tuna roll. Isn't that right, kitty? Ooh, me too. I'm liking her better already. And from now on, let's just call your cat Queen. Queen is acceptable. So, how was your cat abused? OMGR, Judge Julie! How was she not abused? Miss Kenowowski refused to call her kittiness by her true name, and this scarred her emotionally. She doesn't come when she's called. She doesn't eat her food right away. She just seems so mm, particular. Sounds like every cat I ever met. And the worst was the non-compliance with the tongue grooming. I even gave her this special plastic tongue, which I purchased on Amazon for everyone I know, so they can pay the queen the proper respect she deserves. Mm-hmm. Oy vey, now I've seen everything. Birdie, would you get that thing for me so I can see what it does? Here you go, Judge Julie. Thanks. This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. How can you expect someone to lick your cat with this thing? Just because you like licking your pussy. Absolutely. Doesn't mean others have to. Outrageous. But, Queen! Fine. Let's hear what you have to say, Miss Kanawowski. He didn't pay me. He harassed me verbally, harassed me on the phone, harassed me by text, harassed me online. I get it. The ass harassed. Because I wouldn't tongue groom his precious queen with that gross plastic tongue thingy. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. In the murder part? I just threw that in to get your attention. Wonderful. Wonderful. We got a couple of characters here, birdie. Miss Kanawowski, you're not getting any court fees, but I'm awarding you what you deserve. Payment for watching the Queen, Mr. Mintz. The Queen was abused! You're a bit of a drama queen yourself. You owe her for a cat sitting, which is $10 a day for two days. And I'm sorry, Miss Kanawowski, but you're gonna have to lick the cat. You entered into a contract, now start licking. And on the next Judge Julie, 
always on the lookout to feed your hungry kids something new and delicious for breakfast. Even you get bored with the same old coffee and muffin, or yogurt, or nothing. Well, there's something fun coming to your cereal bowl that's great for kids and parents, and for seniors. It's Pandemios. Have you ever wondered what they did with all those leftover COVID-19 vaccinations, especially the Johnson & Johnson stuff that went past their expiry date? We did too. So we did a little digging, tracked it all down to a Taiwanese fish factory, bought it all, and turned it into a breakfast cereal. Imagine Cheerios meets science. Kellogg's Pandemios may or may not help you with COVID-19, but it sure will start your day off right, maybe. As a mother, I care about what my first and third child eats. The middle one's a terror. Kellogg's Pandemios has all the nutrition they need. At least that's what they told me to say when they paid me. At first I thought Pandemios was just another cereal, and it is. But comes with a list of cool side effects. It's like the next TikTok challenge. Yes, Kellogg's Pandemios may cause a slight case of indigestion or headache. You'll hardly ever get a nosebleed or rapid diarrhea. And only one case in a million or less actually regurgitates their innards or has their tongue dissolve. Thank Pandemio. Kellogg's Pandemios. Because we'll let you eat anything to make a buck. of Dine-Ins, Divers, and Drives. We head to Cali and try a funky little joint serving up a twist on Mexican and Chinese food. Over in Portland, it's all about beers and barbecues at a bowling alley. And in Westchester, New York, there's a guy who says he's serving humans. Okay, so a buddy told your old pal Guy about this place in Westchester, which is where I'm standing. That's something out of a movie. Chef, owner, Former convict Hal Johns took a trip 10 years ago to Papua New Guinea, met up with some of the local tribes, tried their food, and fell in love with it. Now, he's serving those same recipes up right here in America at a place people are dying to try. This is Hannibal's. Hannibal's is not for everyone. It's different and dark and wrong. There's no other place quite like it. I love coming here on my lunch. That's because Chef Hal is knocking it out of the park with such dishes as actual finger sandwiches, fried sweetbreads and giblet gravy, and an underground favorite, a grilled head cheese sandwich. Seriously? Your clientele likes that, huh? Oh, yes, because we use locally sourced humans. I hear you have a lot of unwanted types, Prisoners on death row, politicians and lawyers that make it to your menu. Whatever local ingredients we can get our hands on, the better. Okay, so how do you make the head cheese? We're going to take this head here. That is a head all right, and you know it's fresh because it really, it really has no smell to it. Right. Then we're going to brine it in secret spices and let it sit overnight to get those delicious flavors developing. <laughs> We have a head right here that's perfectly pickled. Okay, now what do we do? We're going to roast it off for about... Four hours on 300? Nice and slow, right? Oh, you got it. Then we shred the meat. Add in our house-made barbecue sauce. Mmm, I could eat a bucket of that. What's in there? Blood? Exactly. So, we reheat it. Then we get locally made sourdough bread. Slice it, add butter, put it on the flat top, and add on a mixture of Gruyere and mozzarella cheeses. Let that melt. The smell in here is unbelievable. And then we assemble it with the shredded head. 
Et voila. A grilled head cheese sandwich. Okay, let me get my hands around it. First thing that hits me is the fact I'm eating a human head, which is not as gamey as I thought it would be. Then I feel a chewy texture, which I think may be cartilage, but the real kicker is that Gruyere cheese served on the sourdough. Just killer, man. <laughs> I know. So come on back, because Chef Howe will be making me something new. I'll be making you into something new. <laughs> that's all right here on Triple D. And that's it for this edition of the one-man-only Sorta Comedy Show. Special thanks to my son, Alexander. Also, Tom, Matt, Jason, and Joe. Shout out to freenotesmusic.com, freemusicarchive.org, freesound.org, chossick.com, fezzlianstudios.com, orangefreesounds.com, and pixabay.com. Persons and products mentioned in this podcast were all poked at in good fun. I hope you'll listen to the next one-man-only Sorta Comedy Show. 